0: hello everyone welcome to the feed and grain podcast and thank you for listening my name is stephen kilger managing editor for feeding and grain and i'm your host today adrian fiersted miller the conference and expo director and betsy polis the senior project manager for the grain elevator and processing society are my guests for today they stopped by to talk about how they work on finding educational programming for their trade shows and conferences how they balance education and network at those events, and about their upcoming leadership in Brazilian conference VicTam. But before we get into that, if you're listening to this podcast in a podcast app, please consider subscribing and leaving a review if you can. It really helps us out and makes it so the podcast can grow. Thank you so much again for listening onto the conversation. Hey Adrian, hey Betsy, thanks for joining me on the Feeding Great podcast.
1: Hi, thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great to talk to you. I decided to reach out because you guys have a leadership conference next week and a bunch of other trade shows coming up are happening soon. And I just kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about how we can use trade shows to further the education in our professional fields. And do you mind telling everyone a little bit about what you do and what you do for the Jeeps organization and just a little bit about yourself?
1: I can start. So I'm Betsy Polis, Senior Project Manager with Jeeps. I've been with Jeeps for many years and played a lot of different roles. Right now, my main role is really focused on education. So I work with committees and plan Jeeps education via special events, whether that be Jeeps Exchange, Jeeps Leadership Conference, or our newest Jeeps co-hosted event, which is Victam Latam in Brazil.
2: I'm Adrienne Pierce-Dad miller I am the conference and expo director for Jeeps. And so my primary role is a lot of just overall general production for our events. I work with the different sites. I do contracting. I am sort of like the general contractor when it comes to contracting our different vendors for expo production and yeah, just general oversight.
0: Excellent. So full disclosure, I've actually been to the leadership conference. I think it was maybe three or four years ago. I thought it was a great gathering. And can you tell me a little bit more about the Jeeps Leadership Conference, what the goal is, who tends to come and what topics you want to discuss there? So
1: our last leadership conference in person was 2019 in the Twin Cities area. And we've tried virtual, which also had their own successes, but this is our first year back in person. So we're really excited. One of the Jeep's board of directors goals with this is that we really wanted to sort of take this on the road and bring the educational aspects to different pockets of our chapter members and regions that maybe don't always get to attend Jeep's exchange, our annual conference. The cool thing about this being in Portland is that definitely serves a pocket of the industry where we haven't been in a really long time. So Exchange will be in the Midwest for many years in a row. And the education at Exchange focuses a lot on technical aspects. And this leadership conference is more of an opportunity for our industry to come together in more of an interactive workshop style format to focus on specific leadership and development skills. So a little different style.
0: Very cool. And it's great that you guys are moving it around. While I do love the consistency of having exchange in Kansas City every year is I do miss that moving around aspect a little bit. So it seems great that you guys are trying to cover that. So it's in Portland this year. And what can kind of attendees expect when they arrive?
1: Yes. So the event is in Portland at the Holiday and Columbia Riverfront. We are anticipating two days of networking and education and interaction. It'll start out with a supplier showcase where our attendees will be able to interact with tabletop exhibitors and enjoy lunch with a full afternoon of education, followed by a day of additional networking and opportunities to see those tabletop exhibits and more education. To dive a little bit deeper into what we're offering for education, we're focusing on building leadership excellence we really built three different facets off of that. So topics include things like front lines of leadership and how no other level of leadership has more day-to-day interaction than the frontline leader and no other level of leadership has more bearing on whether a person stays, leaves, or flourishes or flounders. So we have a speaker coming in to speak on that. And we also have someone coming in to talk about proactively managing conflict and another coming in to talk about leading through change. So we're really excited about the three different topics. And it's not just a speaker speaking to you. All three will be very interactive. And there'll be group discussions, tabletop activities, and case studies to go over as well.
0: I personally like that type of learning. And it sounds like the... Well, like you said, the Teeps Exchange always has a ton of technical skills, management, kind of the day-to-day operations. It seems like it's really great that you guys are focusing on the future of these employees. What kind of goes into putting something like that together? How do you guys determine what speakers to get and what topics to cover, especially on something like that, where it seems it's going to be so much closer and so much more personal than kind of having a speaker up there on stage?
1: Yeah, definitely. So this year we put together a specialized task force almost, or committee, where we reached out to individuals within the area. So chapter members, chapter leaders within the Portland area who were interested in helping us support the education. We also sort of did a hybrid of those individuals along with Jeeps members who are already involved and invested in the exchange educational programming committee, so they they sort of understand Jeeps education and our members' needs. So by sort of taking combining the two. By combining the two together, we were really able to create a, a wealth of knowledge to be able to put a list of topics together that were relevant to Jeeps members in the Portland area, but ac- across the board as well. So we're really excited about that.
0: Uh, the other part of it is, of course, you get both education, but then you also get networking. How do you guys determine what the right balance of that is? How do you figure out how many hours should go to networking at say a leadership conference versus to just the education portion of it?
2: So there are multiple factors that go into determining how many hours we devote to each component of an event. First, we look at what do we want the event to achieve and then break it down from there. So with the leadership conference, we've got a tabletop trade show. We want to have different networking opportunities. And then of course, we've got our educational program. So we just think about how big is the tabletop trade show going to be how many hours would people need to feel like they're having meaningful interactions with the exhibitors we also talk with the speakers to determine what the right amount of time is for them to deliver their content a lot of times they've um, delivered that content in the past so they've got a pretty good idea of the appropriate amount of time for that so We just look at those factors and sort of carve out the final program from there.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. We work with the individual speakers and it just depends what the lineup ends up being to sort of confirm what that looks like. Past we've had one presenter for an afternoon and this time we did switch it up a little bit. We're doing shorter segments with each of the presenters, but still allowing enough time for you to get into the depth of the issues and, and work on the interactivity components and discussion-based components. So I'm excited to see how it all comes together.
2: We've been networking throughout the whole entire event, just thinking about how we're even putting our food functions in the same ballroom with the tabletop trade show. So people can go from sitting at round banquet tables, eating, having, you know, organic conversations to then sort of walking around the perimeter of the room and specifically visiting our vendors. We are really trying to incorporate that networking
0: guys find a key to give a bunch of different types of networking because i mean not everything's everyone so you have your meal networking where you can get food and go sit at a table and have a more casual chat and then you have trade show networking and then you have parties you guys try to vary it so everyone can be included or what's what's the goal usually with stuff like that
2: yeah i think variety is definitely key Like you said, not everybody learns in the same way and not everybody likes to network in the same way too. So we do think about that when we're putting on events that we are going to have ample opportunities and like you said, different opportunities. So people hopefully come out of it thinking they found something that they really felt comfortable with, maybe even something that stretched them a little bit.
0: I don't know if we mentioned the exact dates of the leadership conference and can people still register on site if they want to? The conference
1: is June 14th. Through 15th. So, coming up here soon, and you definitely can still register. We're accepting registrations all the way up to the event.
0: You guys also have some other things coming up, including a really exciting thing. Can you explain a little bit more about your efforts with your showdown in Brazil and what's going on with that?
1: Yeah, we're really excited because Jeeps is having their first South American event. It's set for October 3rd through 5th, 2023, in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The event is called Victom Latam and it's in partnership with Victom International. So we're really excited to be bringing our members and the industry another opportunity to expand their reach.
2: Yeah, we've got the Jeep's pavilions. We've got a certain section of the floor plan for companies that work in the grain handling and processing industry, many of whom have probably exhibited with us at Exchange in the past. And they're interested in working overseas or just sort of getting a feel for maybe what the market is like there. We've got exhibitors already signed up and we do have some stands available still. We're looking to have more companies join us. There's interest. Feel free to reach out. And
1: same goes for education. We are working on building an educational program for the industry in Brazil. So if you are interested in presenting, please definitely reach out as well. We have some open spots still available.
0: Your pages on your website for both shows will be linked in the description of the podcast. Any other information, anything anything else I can link down there. I'll have a good time. (laughs) So people should be able to find just about anything they need in the show description so i'm going to come to kind of the crux of this entire interview what value do you feel like going to a trade show type of education and experience offers versus you know someone who could have their employee train online or go to a class for a few weeks because i think it really is a unique type of learning
1: yeah i can start i'm sure we both have something to add i would definitely say that the biggest thing we hear from our jeeps board attendees via surveys, things like that, is that the connections that you make at an in-person event are just so much more valuable than what can be made virtually. And that really goes a long way for Jeeps members and for anybody attending in-person events. We hear a lot of great stories about how one attendee was able to connect with another and maybe months down the road they remembered a conversation that they had and they reached out to that person and they helped them with a problem that they had at their facility i think that's the biggest thing is the connections truly can never be replicated or replaced
2: yeah and i might add something that i think is unique about trade shows versus traditional learning environments if you're in a classroom setting there are a lot of people who might have a question, but they feel intimidated to ask it in front of a large group. Whereas you are at a trade show, you are just having sort of a one-on-one conversation between you and the vendor. And I think it can be easier for people to get their questions answered in that kind of format. I also think with a trade show, you might not even realize what you're going to learn that day. You might sign up for a class and you know exactly what the topic is. but as you're walking through a trade show, you might just stumble upon something that piques your interest and then all of a sudden learn about some product that might be really beneficial. And you had no clue that that day you were going to go there and glean that knowledge. So I think the spontaneity of what you could learn at a trade show is also really cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm a weird case because I'm a a journalist, but uh, that one-on-one also goes with the education sessions. Because while you can usually ask a question during it, there's usually a question portion. You can also go up to the speaker afterwards. And I've never been to a trade show where they haven't been willing to exchange emails and answer questions later. So it's a great way to meet those experts. And like you said, it's traditional education. You're never going to really stumble across like the newest technology and things, which is always kind of exciting about trade shows is you get to see really what's new out there. So another great thing about trade shows is you you can get more than one opinion, right? If you're in a classroom, you're usually getting the teacher's position. But with trade shows, you get great things like, like panels. And do you have any panels coming up? And well, what's it like putting one of those together?
1: Yeah, so we do have a leadership panel coming together at the conference and we are super excited we've got three dynamic leaders from across the industry who are going to help us talk about employee management hiring recruiting best practices they've really seen it all so they're going to share lessons they wish they had learned sooner and offer the audience some ideas and suggestions on how to develop and grow as leaders so check them out on our website and we're super excited for this panel. I think the the best way to plan a panel discussion is you first want to have a topic and have a topic that you do want to find some interactivity to and find some different opinions coming in. And then second, you want to sort of reach out within your network and find individuals who cast a broad net of that topic. And I think that's the best advice I have is just like cast that net wide.
0: Thank you, Adrian and Betsy, for coming in and talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everyone out there for listening. Make sure you stay safe and we'll see you next time. Bye guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you.